Welcome to Served Neat, hosted by your girl, Jen Hartman. I'm the CEO of Neat, a boutique PR and marketing agency based out of Louisville, Kentucky. I launched Neat in 2019 with just $3,000 in my bank account. Since then, I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of emerging brands and Fortune 500 empires. I believe that marketing and PR should be served neat, just like your favorite bourbon. On this podcast, you'll hear about the latest and greatest growth strategies, the ups and the downs of entrepreneurship, and so much more. Pour yourself a glass of your favorite bourbon because it's time to dive in to this week's episode. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Serve Neat. In today's episode, I'm going to give you a crash course on influencer marketing in 2023. You are going to walk away from today's episode knowing the ins and outs of how to see results from your influencer campaigns in 2023. Now, if you're new around here, let me share a bit about my background in influencer marketing. I've been working with content creators for the past eight years. I actually started my career working at one of the largest influencer marketing agencies in the world way back when, when influencer marketing was still the wild, wild west. And my family members truly had no idea what I did for a living. Oftentimes they thought I worked for Instagram and I'm not going to lie. I just said I work for Instagram. But in reality, in my day-to-day, I was running large-scale influencer campaigns, and that really carried on into different roles that I worked, whether it was working for other agencies, corporate America, and ultimately now working for myself and my own agency. So you might be thinking, what the heck is influencer marketing? I've never heard of this thing before. At its core, influencer marketing is when a bunch of popular people talk about your product online via posts and stories. Just imagine having dozens of people having positive conversations around your brand. Pretty impactful, right? Here's why this works. You're more than likely to purchase a product from someone that tells you about the product. Think about it. How many times have you gone out and purchased a product because your best friend talked about it or your mom mentioned it or your neighbor had it? Influencers have that trust already built in with your audience. And as a brand, you can tap into this trust. And this is huge for credibility, reach, sales, and even content creation. And I'm going to get into that in just a second. There's a few things you're going to want to consider when it comes to influencer marketing. So first things first, with any new initiative, you have to consider your goals. So with influencer marketing, is your goal reached? Do you want to reach tons and tons of new customers online? Do you want credibility? Do you want to increase your sales? Okay, if it's sales, then you should probably be using some sort of affiliate link. What's a good affiliate split? I get this question all the time. I like to say a good starting point is 2010. So the influencer makes 20% commission and then their audience gets 10% off. It's hard to track sales without using affiliate links. With affiliate links, you can see which influencer is driving the most growth for your business and work with them again and again and again. The other goal, and you're going to hear me say this word a lot, is UGC, user-generated content. Here's why this is a really good option. It costs thousands of dollars to work with a product photographer. Thousands of dollars for, I don't know, who knows, right? Maybe 20 images for your brand. When you work with an influencer, specifically around UGC, you can get really great pieces of unique, high-quality content for a heck of a lot less. (laughs) But here's the thing. You can't just pull that content and use it wherever you want. You have to get permission to use the content from the influencer 
you can also pay the influencer for the content and you can use a contract. I'm not going to go super deep into the legal stuff with influencer marketing, especially because I'm not an attorney, but just know that you can't just steal content from content creators. You have to get permission. You have to get a contract. Do your due diligence on that one. Anyways, with that being said, number two, let's talk about your budget. And you might be thinking, Jen, I'm a small business. My budget is negative $500 for influencers. Okay, I totally get that. Trust me, I do. But you're going to have to put something out there, whether it's in the form of product, right? And I know product does cost money. Giving away free product as a small business is a little bit scary. But if you don't give somebody product, how are they going to post about you? You have to be willing to give up some of your product in order to get results with influencer marketing. Now, you might be saying, hey, Jen, actually, we have quite a budget for influencer marketing. So again, you can truly spend anywhere from $0 outside of gifting product, or you can spend all the way up to, I don't know, $100,000, if not more, to work with Alex Earl. And if you're like, Jen, I've never heard of Alex Earl, go to TikTok, check her out. People love Alex Earl, and she is known for literally selling out tons and tons of products. So if you have a budget, it might be worth your while to work with her, especially if her audience aligns with your dream customer. I want to talk for a second about the value of product. There should be a value exchange that happens when you work with an influencer. So if your product is $5, you may need to throw in, I don't know, 10 of your products, 20 of your products, plus some payment in order for that value exchange with the influencer to make sense. An influencer is not going to post about your product if it's $5 and that's all you're providing. It's not going to happen. I mean, unless your product is like wild, insane, it's never been seen before. It's crazy, right? But they're not going to post about a $5 hair clip or a $5 nail polish. You're going to have to throw in a bit more value, whether it's in the form of more product or payment. The kind of rule of thumb is the bigger the influencer and the better the engagement, the higher the cost it is going to be to work with an influencer. A good way to just see what influencers charge, if you come across someone who has 50,000 followers, 100,000 followers, you can actually message them and ask them for their media kit. Oftentimes, influencers have their pricing listed out on their media kit along with some results, their metrics, things like that. That's always good to get a hold of as a media kit for sure. Now, when it comes to bigger influencers, you can always get a hold of their agents and send a product in the form of a PR box, just sending a gift and hoping that they check it out and post it. But there's really no guarantee. I mean, if there's no contract in place and you're not paying influencers, there's never a guarantee. You can't guarantee that somebody is going to post about your product every single time. You hope that they do, that they love it and they want to tell everybody about it, but you can't guarantee it with influencer marketing. So that's just something to keep in mind that you may send out product and you might not get a post from it. And that does happen from time to time. Now, one last note on budget. Now, if you're balling on a budget, it's okay. Again, it's totally fine. You can do influencer marketing without a huge budget. Aim to work with those nano and micro influencers. Nano influencers are going to have 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 followers. And those micro influencers are going to have anywhere from 5,000 to 30,000 followers. You really want to look for people who have had success with campaigns in the past. If you look at some of their past campaigns and they look a bit funky, the engagement is really low, there's no comments on the post, they don't know how to sell a product, probably not a good fit to work with them. I also like to look for influencers who have a solid engagement rate. So if you're looking at an influencer and she has 10,000 followers, right? And you're noticing that on her post, she's getting two likes. And no comments or like five likes in one comment. That is an 
a very, very, very low engagement rate. And that's a little bit alarming, right? Because if you send them product and they post about it and there's only two or three or five people who are liking the post or seeing the post, that is not going to be a great use of product gifting or payment. So just be really mindful around their engagement. Look for influencers who have higher quality content as well, especially if you are aiming to work with them for user-generated content purposes. I also like to run demographics reports, right? It's not really enough for the influencer to be your ideal customer. Wait, that's great. But her audience should also fit your demographics. For example, the bikini model on Instagram would likely buy and wear your nail polish. But if 90% of her audience consists of men just drooling over her pictures, well, you're probably not going to see any signals from an influencer partnership like this. So you have to dig one level deeper, right? Peel another layer off the onion to learn a bit more about her audience specifically. Okay, let's move on, right? We talked about goals, budget, ideal customers. Here is our step-by-step process at NEAT. So I'm going to give you guys a peek behind the curtains. You guys can steal this and use it for yourselves at your own business. Here's our first step for influencer marketing campaigns. Number one is to build an influencer list. Now there's a couple of platforms you can use, tons of platforms actually. Some are free, some are paid, and it really just depends on your budget. Right now we're using a platform called Mighty Scout. It is a platform that's $99 a month. You can cancel at any time and it's a really basic platform, but it gets the job done. So that's what we use to build an influencer list to discover and build out those lists. Number two, we narrow it down based on client feedback. So oftentimes we'll send out an influencer list and the client will knock off a couple of influencers. We'll go back and replace it with better influencers and get their final approval. From there, number three is to create a standout outreach message, a standout pitch. And we do, we send this via email. We don't send it to their DMs. Influencers get dozens of dozens of dozens of collaboration requests every single day. Their DMs are flooded. So I recommend emailing their contact. And usually influencers will have their contact listed on their Instagram profile, or they'll have it linked in their bio. It'll be somewhere for you to easily discover. You don't have to do a ton of digging. And actually, If you use an influencer platform, it'll be able to pull their email addresses for you. So it makes it pretty easy to find their contact info. So create a standout pitch, right? Think about why the influencer would care about your product. It's not about you. It's about your influencer. It's about that influencer, right? And you want to customize it. Throw in a compliment or two about why you think that that partnership is a really good fit. From there, you might have to do some follow-up. I recommend following up within... Five to seven days after the initial pitch, touch base with them. Make sure that your pitch didn't get lost in their inbox. Number five, once influencers opt in, send them product, send them the tracking code. And then number six, follow up with them once they've received the product to make sure that they liked the product, to see if they have any questions about the product. Number seven is to gather feedback and gather reporting. So especially if you're using affiliate links, you can check and see who drove the most traffic, who drove the most conversions. From there, you can work with those influencers again and again, make them more of a brand ambassador. You can use them when it comes to launching new products. There's so many ways to build that relationship over time. And I really recommend when you find influencers that perform well, Take time to build that relationship because they will deliver for you time and time again. And you can really tap into that relationship at any point, any time. It's so much better than having to source new influencers for every single campaign. You're going to save yourself a lot of time. 
So yes, number eight is to rinse and repeat with the top influencers. And you might be wondering, wow, like what's the timeline with this? We have somebody in-house that is fully dedicated to this. Like this is a full-time job to do it the right way. But an entire campaign can really take six to eight weeks. And that is working with a list of around 50 to 75 influencers. So if you're working with fewer influencers, it could probably go a lot quicker. If you're running a campaign with like 100 to 200 influencers, that will likely take anywhere from eight to 12 weeks. So it's really important to communicate. It's important to stay on top of influencers, just like when you're pitching the media. It's okay to be a little bit annoying. It's okay to follow up two times, three times, four times. And that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed learning a bit more about influencer marketing. If you have any questions, send me a DM. I'm happy to give you guys more tips and tricks, all the things. And if you're looking to just completely outsource your influencer marketing, well, guess what? We actually do that for our clients. Go ahead, book a sales call and we'll share a bit more with you. If you guys love this episode, rate, review, share, tell all your friends, tell your grandma, tell your grandma's neighbor, shout it from the rooftops, do all the things. Okay, I'm done. Bye, see you next Tuesday. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Served Need. I hope you enjoyed listening and found some tasty nuggets of marketing wisdom to help you take your brand to the next level. Remember, just like a perfectly crafted cocktail, marketing is all about finding the right balance and serving it up with a splash of creativity. So keep building, keep refining, and keep serving up your brand with style. And if you're thirsty for more insights, follow me on Instagram at neat.marketing for even more marketing tips and tricks. Be sure to subscribe and join us for our next episode of Served Neat. Until then, cheers. Cheers.